Dear Amy, it's Thursday, December 3rd. I started this letter just after 8 o'clock, uh, after I had put Vera down, um, and Ryan was out on a walk with a couple of friends, uh, but then I had to take a break and just go take a shower and take it easy for a little bit, um, because I've just been so tired today. I was so keen to record this letter, and then I'm not sure what happened. I think it's just been a really intense week, um, mostly work-wise and mostly in a good way, um, but now I'm just feeling pretty drained, um, so I'm actually recording this from my bed, and um, if this turns out to be a, a, a two-part letter, then I hope that's okay, um, um, yeah, because I'm not sure how this will go, but, um, yeah, I, um, I appreciate your last letter, it's, it was really good to hear your voice again, and to get a glimpse into what's been happening in Turkey, and I'm very glad that you got your money, finally, I'm sure that was really frustrating to deal with, and Maybe it still is, if you don't know yet um, what exactly happened. Uh, I hope you find out. I'm very excited about your translation of A Strange Woman by Leila Erbil. I don't know if you remember, but you sent me an early version of the manuscript a couple of years ago, and I still remember certain parts of the novel very vividly, um, like these scenes with the 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 young woman and the other poets and um, and the young woman's sort of conflicts with uh, her parents. Um, it just feels like a very important book that should have a mainstream or a wider audience and um, I don't know much about Turkish literature. Um, I just feel like very excited to have known or to have read her and like know a little bit about kind of um, her writing style and um, yeah, I, I definitely regret not working with you on that book um, way back when, but um, I'm very excited that it'll come out in the US soon. I also don't have a lot of friends who go from talking about Arme Armenian literature to lesbian dramas, so it's one of the many things that I'm grateful for when it comes to your friendship, to our friendship. Um, I hope we can just continue to talk about international literature and lesbian dramas forever. Um, but um, yeah, and speaking of lesbian dramas, um, even though this is not the your typical one. Um, I finally watched Disobedience, because uh, I know that you like it a lot, um, even though I don't know what you sort of think of the movie and, and kind of the details. Um, but yeah, I'm very glad that I saw it. Um, first, I was thinking about, you know, just for the sake of it, if there's anybody else listening to this, to describe what the movie is about, but um, 
I don't know, it just feels kind of like unfair. So I'm just going to sort of admit that there are going to be spoilers in this. So um, if anybody else listening have who hasn't seen this, the, the movie, um, you know, maybe wants, want to see it, then you can pause and then return to this letter later. But I just kind of want to dive right into it because I feel like I was reading a few of the reviews about it, and um, most people were praising the movie, um, although Manola Dargis had some reservations, which I thought was uh, very wonderful, uh, or just, like, interesting. Um, and, um, and yeah, and I, and I think it's, like, just interesting to talk about, or, like, even just, like, I was thinking about how, as one would describe, like, the basic plot of the movie, it's almost as if, like, it doesn't do it justice, because I think that most of the reviews were saying that it's about this woman, Ronnie, um, who's played by Rachel Weiss, um, who's a New York photographer who... um, goes back to her former home, um, which is in this conservative Orthodox community in London. And she goes back because she's just heard that her father has died. Um, and he was this very respected and loved rabbi. Um, and you know, it kind of becomes apparent that, that, you know, the rest of her family and, and neighbors and friends are all kind of cool and distance um towards her because um you know she she was shunned by um the community um when she was much younger because she had a a lesbian relationship um with this woman Esty um who happens to be well now sorry now I'm kind of like not describing it in the in the best way because um like the very first scene she she comes home and then um you know she ends up staying with an old childhood friend David and she finds out that David actually married Esty who she had this relationship with and you know that's kind of like the basic um sort of summary of the of the movie but then like you know, you really end up finding out that the person who called or who made sure that um, Ronit found out about her father is Esty. Um, so in in one way, I just, I just, there was just like a part of me that felt like another way of telling what the story is about is that it could, you know, it could be, um, you know, and it is very much about Esty and how um, she sort of yearns to meet run it again um but anyway i guess that's not like super interesting to like talk about what what the movie is about but um a couple of things that i wanted to mention is that um rachel weiss uh, is absolutely stunning she can just do no wrong um well she could do wrong in the fact that you know, every once in a while she's in this, like, these, like, terrible movies, but, um, her performance is usually pretty 
solid. Um, and um, yeah, it's just like, it's so hard to kind of move your eyes away from the screen whenever she's present. And uh, um, and I've also always been a, a fan of um, the other Rachel, Rachel McAdams, even though she's so far, or like, I guess like up until this movie always played like very ditzy, bubbly, like, like, um, yeah, like these very energetic, um, pixie-like girls in, in mostly in these like rom-coms. Um, so it was, it was actually really interesting to see her in this much more, um, sort of serious role. And, um, and yeah, I mean, there's just like so many different aspects that I would love to talk about, um, when it comes to this movie, because it almost felt as though, like, to be honest, like, even though I really appreciate the actresses, like, um, I was much more, um, sort of mesmerized or really taken by the, the character of, uh, David, um, who's played by Alessandro Nicola, um, Nicola or Nivola? Sorry, Nivola. Um, he was just like so fascinating because like the women could potentially be sort of seen as like kind of like paper cut um, characters, you know, where you just like know exactly w like who they are from the start and um, they kind of like stay in their roles like pretty solidly whereas he just like I thought he would I was like very scared of like him turning violent or this like kind of become this like menace figure but he really represented so much grace and forgiveness and uh, patience and an openness that uh, I thought was just very impressive and, and interesting and and, um, yeah, and I, and I guess, I mean, a few sort of, like, hesitations, um, when it comes to, like, what, what the movie, I think, was trying to do, is that I, I did feel that, like, I was a little disappointed and that I never fully got to see, like, the joyfulness about a community, um, about a, like, a religious community or, um, or sort of seeing somebody find ecstasy in, or from religion, um, just, like, as, like, an opposition to Ronit's life, um, and I think, like, some other reviews also touched upon that, like, I, I think, like, it did feel like I was forced into thinking that, that the orthodox life is not desirable, whereas the modern, um, you know, secular world is, and, um, but, but it was only kind of, like, David who added depth, um, to, like, the complexity of that, I mean, there were, like, few moments where maybe with, um, Esti's teaching, but maybe, like, more with, with, uh, David's teaching that, it, like, you could see like the passion and interest in in the community that they were in but 
I don't know. I just thought it was like a little sad that like th- that that was like depicted as like, um, like not entirely negative, but like at least I, mean, I guess like in opposition to um, to like the modern woman that Ronit was representing, um, and I guess like. I guess like it made me sort of because it didn't have that it made me surprised that like Esty still like chose to I mean she didn't it was it was kind of unclear if she would like leave that community but like obviously um it does seem to me that you know after having your um husband's baby but not you know but like wanting to divorce your husband um, you'll, you'll most likely get shunned from your, from that community, um, I could be wrong, but, like, um, yeah, um, and so, yeah, that sort of makes me sort of think about the ending, where, um, just as, like, you know, as, like, a, like a, like a bizarre detail, or, uh, trying to be humorous here, I don't think as a director you can have like the second to last scene in your movie take place on a pull-out bed like you just (laughs) maybe it wasn't a pull-out bed maybe it was a couch like Esty sleeping on the couch after um after telling David you know David that he doesn't she doesn't want to be with him anymore um I felt like the movie was just like trying to end uh three four times before it actually ended and it was just very sort of uh kind of confusing or or like frustrating I I just like wanted all all of them to have some peace but they had to like keep on like churning this like weird wheel of agony in all of them and um and yeah I just just don't have your main character sleep on a couch like right before (laughs) right before the movie's gonna end um and because like yeah there was like that whole thing about Ronit taking a plane and then she didn't get on the plane and then um the announcement or like finding out about the pregnancy with Esty and um or more just like uh or that like Sorry, I'm making so little sense, <laughs> but like when um, Esty's like, um, I get, no, sorry, let me take it back. Ronit is like leaving for the airport like the third time, and uh, she's leaving in a cab, and like Esty runs after the cab, but then like, um, you know, when she jump, jumps in the car and like they're they're just like kissing and says say like hey let's stay in touch i love you i love you but <laughs> they don't actually you know decide to be together um i don't know i just i just thought that was like i was p- waiting for the director to kind of like pull the plug on on the movie um i also kind of find it frustrating sometimes when in movies um i feel like you can use a pregnancy or an abortion as like a very quick tool to like wrap up the story or to like 
find a the give a conclusion or like a finale or kind of like a give peace to the characters and I just I can't like and for like a movie to be so realistic I just I think it's like so strange that you give um you know you let one of your main characters get pregnant um but they're not going to be with either partner you know um and they're most likely going to be shunned from their community and i just think that like that's like a fate fate that is really sort of unfair to your character i mean it's just um i just i just feel like it doesn't really take the the idea of what it means to a be pregnant and like have like a healthy pregnancy and then have the baby i mean you don't need to like go into details about you know what's going to happen to this woman's life but like at least like indicate that she'll have like some kind of support system because anything other i just yeah anything other just feels like too much of a movie i mean it's it's just like why I, I i just find it so disappointing that they treated this pregnancy as a miracle you know i mean in certain circumstances i'm i'm fine with accepting that but it, it this is this was such a realistic movie that i think it they could have like had one line or two about like like what does a woman's life look like um as a as a orthodox jewish woman um if you do become pregnant but you decide to leave your husband i, I mean i'd just be i don't know something to think and talk about um but uh, another kind of thing that was like driving me crazy was that um I just thought it was like almost comical that they had to turn ST into somebody someone into somebody into someone so unattractive um like they had to put this like like birthmark on her chin and this like uh no it was like her, she had the birthmark on her cheek yeah and then the <laughs> and then some warts some warts on her chin and there's all this like kind of gloomy like I don't know, like, she was meant to be not wearing any makeup, but then she just, like, looked incredibly tired, and, um, I just, just kind of, like, over, overkill with, um, uh, with that, I found, um, and it was just almost, like, distracting to have all of these, like, uh, like, things <laughs> on her face, especially in contrast to, um, Ronit, who was, like, obviously just like Rachel Weiss was just like stunning throughout the movie through and through um no matter what she does um and um I don't know I almost thought that was like a little bit comical um oh man sorry total rambling here um I'm so tired um I'm very glad to have seen this movie I, I like I'd happily spend a couple of more letters just talking about just like unfolding all of these like aspects um so i'm just gonna let it stay here and 
Um, I'm so curious to hear your thoughts, um, like all the little details and, um, oh, cause I, we, we didn't, I didn't even talk about the sex scene, um, which were just very cool. Um, although a little bit like there's so, so many cutting, there's so many, like, um, the sounds of like, what is it called? I'm too tired to like, remember what it's called when it's just like double sound mixing of breathing of like heavy breathing I mean just like fine I get it like these women are really into each other like what's with all the breathing like it was just so much <laughs> they're just breathing breathing all the time making out spitting in each other's mouth whatever that's cool um just enough <laughs> with the breathing um anyway so lots to unfold in this movie can't wait to hear your thoughts um the island that you are visiting sounds so wonderful and uh really like the perfect place in this weird time um and i can really imagine tila enjoying every moment of it so um please maybe she can go have a quick dip on my behalf because I really miss the ocean or any kind of collection of water. So um, enjoy the island. Take a care. I'm sorry. I'm so tired. Uh, but I really wanted to send this letter to you. Promise to be a little bit more sane next time. Okay. Bye. Love you. Bye.